Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Talking in Cars with DJs. I am your host, Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person here this morning with your official Q&A on the uh, first uh, the first official Arcfall of 2022. It is January's Arcfall, Duality Part 4, the fourth and final chapter in the Romulan-Klingon War. Good morning to you folks. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm joined this morning by... Uh, the infamous criminal ripper is on our stage. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? Uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. I, I don't. I cannot. I cannot decide yet. <laughs> it's too early. Actually, it's not. It's like lunchtime for you, right? It's too early for me to decide if it's going to be a good day. I feel like it should be a good day, but players have concerns, right? Players have already started asking questions about this new ship. And the new exos and the refinery and everything that it entails. And Ripper, I might summarize this early by saying this could be one of the most intricate and complicated loops possibly since the Stella in the Outlaw arcs in the summer of 2019. One might even argue that this could possibly be more detailed than the Stella loop. Uh, if you were just on the surface, just from the top down, Looking at this as far as a PVE loop, what you have to do, what you can get, the refinery options, and the potential payouts, do you compare this loop to the outlaw loop, and do you think that this is one of the most intricate loops that we've ever seen in the game, or does Stella still take the cake as far as uh, closed loops go? I think Stella, my opinion. You think, think Stella is, is actually, still? I think this is, this is actually more, more straightforward and simpler. It is straightforward. I do like the uh, I like the path, and uh, we will. Some of you guys have already seen early access uh, to our second video that was going to be dropped today. This morning at 4 o'clock, or shortly thereafter, we posted our Arcfall video, as we always do. Um, and a second video was promised on a detailed procedure for the Amalgam, the Amalgam Starter's Guide, if you will. Uh, and that video has actually already leaked. We will be publishing it publicly here very, very shortly, along with the efficiency calculator that was debuted in that video. Uh, we will be publishing that uh, here in our Discord uh, in very short order. For those of you listening here live, it'll probably be up in a couple of hours. And those of you listening in podcast form by now, it will already be published. Uh, yes, Shinjo, I say leaked because I didn't really intend for it to go out yet, but once it did, there was no putting that genie back into the bottle, so we will officially publish it uh, here in just a couple hours, and by publish, I mean completely broadcast its, uh, its presence by announcing and pushing to all the discords. Right now, only folks who have uh, looked into our YouTube channel or maybe following the channel have gotten the early access. Maybe that's a benefit to going to our YouTube channel, not only subscribing, but clicking on that little bell. That way you are notified when new content comes. And those players were in fact notified earlier than the discord was because I haven't announced it <laughs> on discord yet. So it will be coming soon. Um, Taco says I got the push from discord. So the first one, yes, there is, in fact, a second video that we have released on the Amalgam Starter Guide that uh, has not actually been published just yet, but it's out there. So if you guys would like to watch that, you're certainly welcome to after uh, we finish up our live Q&A this morning. Thank you guys also very much for being here. Uh, if you are listening live in our chat right now, 
I will kindly direct you to our specialty Q&A room. It is directly below the normal Talking Trek chat room. It's called Duality Part 4 Questions. And uh, there is a cool down in place in there, but that is simply to allow me to kind of keep up. Please uh, keep that chat limited to your questions for the ARC, uh, and that will help me kind of keep up with the questions uh, and not get everything lost in chat. That said, I probably won't be watching the chat as much, so uh, please do try to use that room for your questions, and we'll read them aloud and get them answered here. Uh, let's begin this morning, Stephen Zarin. Thank you so much for being here, your studio engineer today, uh, Stephen Zarin, and your executive producer for all the videos and uh, general podcast business. Snake Eyes is here with us again this morning out on the West Coast, where it is currently shortly after 5 a.m. is uh, said to be joining us very, very soon. This morning, patch notes were launched actually on time, Ripper, and immediately and quickly, players were notified of the new ship uh, deemed officially the Amalgam. And as typical uh, as typical fashion goes here on this show, we must nickname it uh, to the Amalgam Mama 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 Mama, uh, shortened to just Big Mama. Uh, that is what I will be calling the ship, is the Big Mama. All right? And it is indeed a big change. It's a big alteration to the mechanic. It has the capability of getting you big payouts, big rewards, and even in its PvE loop, Ripper, uh, some big potential uh, for some grind, okay? And uh, so I'm pretty excited about this as far as what is currently available. Um, let's go through the Q&A, and uh, let me make you aware that as we proceed through the Q&A, I have most of the information, hopefully, between myself and Ripper, we should be able to answer all your questions. But just in case you guys pull a stumper on us, then uh, we are now communicating directly and in real time with Scopely Live Ops. Thank you so very much to the ops and community management team over there. Uh, if you happen to be listening, we appreciate you guys staying in touch with us this morning. And uh, we will be able to forward those questions to our contacts this morning and hopefully try to get you some answers if we cannot. Let's begin now this morning in the Duality Part 4 Questions Room. Uh, Starfleet Command begins with any idea how much the ship will cost to unlock. Actually, no, not yet. Uh, and that question was posed to Scopely, and they said we prefer not to reveal that just yet. However, packs will be up shortly, and uh, that we can expect to see probably for some servers around event reset. But official APAC correspondent, and uh, resident of the country of India, V-Ready is here. And almost typically, almost always V-Ready, we do see some early testing from the APAC servers. So V-Ready will be here for us this morning to reveal uh, what some of the early battle pass information looks like, some of the early events, and hopefully, potentially, maybe some of these packs. As always, folks, I will give you a forewarning. There will be an event to build and tier this ship, all right? So if you do not see an event, if you are made, uh, if the packs are made available to you, please do exercise some restraint and know that there will be an event coming that will reward points for building this ship, all right? I notice I say build and tier, Ripper. Well, if we take a look at the actual time gate, the refinery and the cooldowns, we will note that it is unlikely that many players will be tiering this ship uh, naturally. 
all right, unless they uh, pay to progress and purchase the additional amalgam parts needed to upgrade the ship. And that is certainly possible. Uh, we do not yet know the price point on those, but I'm sure that it will be made available. And this ship is, <laughs> there's been some argument this morning, Ripper, on the value of this ship. I mean, listen, if this comes out like a sarcophagus and it's $300 plus, I'm sure that that adoption will be on the slower end. I do not expect that, but I've been surprised before. I do expect that players will probably uh, invest in this ship if Scopely has it reasonably priced. Uh, we'll discover that together here probably within just a few hours. Velvet Thunder has the next question in our duality chat and says, do the Repgain exocomps apply only to hostels? I, that's actually a really good question. The only I, other, yeah, the only other, well, the only other hostel that would award reputation would be, um, would be an armada. However, technically within this game, armadas are considered hostels. So yeah. I would argue, yes, uh, that rep gain exocomps will be good, uh, on anything that awards reputation. There is currently nothing in the game. Well, I guess that's not true. So there is refinery. But that will likely not count because those are purchased bundles. So, for example, if you were to purchase uh, Reputation in, say, the Away Team store or the Borg store, I do not expect those to be amplified uh, as this exocomp is specifically for hostels, okay? Uh, which was probably your question to begin with. But, yes, I do not expect it to alter bundles. And no, Hani says, why is some currency already available? I'm not sure what currency you're referring to, unless you're referring to the currency of the plundered loot, which is present in hostels uh, already now live in the game because that's part of maintenance. Those hostels have to be uploaded and, and deployed during a maintenance window. So those hostels are already out and honey, and therefore players are able to go out there with normal ships and start getting that. However, as Ripper mentioned during fluffer time, that's incredibly inefficient. Um, it you will proceed 10,000 times faster with the Big Mama. So if you're out there and you're grinding some loot right now, that's fine. You can do that if you have absolutely nothing else to do. And I'm sure some players are really excited about getting a jump start on this. But just consider you will move 10,000 times faster once you acquire the ship. So unless you plan on hitting 10,000 hostels this morning, <laughs> which you can't, <laughs> and, you know, get the loot anyway. Uh, I don't know that I would spend a lot of time getting ready for this. What I would spend more time on is uh, investigating the loop, watching the content, digesting it, and uh, making your own plan of attack mathematically for how you plan on utilizing this ship. After this podcast, we will be publishing the efficiency calculator that is featured in our Amalgam Starters Guide video. Uh, available on our YouTube chat, and there you will be able to plug in your own figures based on your own current miners, and therefore will be able to start beginning your preparation uh, into using the amalgam. Um, <clears throat> Reneko asked about rare tickets. Sadly, nothing changing there this month. Uh, no updates on rare tickets. Uh, T-Rex says, can we refine before acquiring the new ship? Sadly, no. The refinery will appear on the unlock. All right. So for those of you curious about saying, well, listen, I've got to get some of the loot anyway before I can refine anything. That's correct. Most of these hostels, Ripper, are containing north of 9,000, but less 
than 10,000. So we've seen one at 93. We've seen one at 92. We see some at 98. I have seen 11,000. Wow. Okay. So they are uh, spanning up into the 10 and 11,000 range. You'll just like with Borg, just like with Swarm, you're going to want to maybe take a look at some of these hostels and see uh, which ones are going to get you the better payout. And um, so once you are able to acquire those, uh, then, you know, that will begin your loop. Now, based on the math that we have released already in our second video, even without that refinery, T-Rex, you will only have to kill approximately 10 to 11 hostels in order to do your first refine of an exocomp. All right. That first refine of an exocomp will only cost 100,000 plundered cargo. Uh, if the hostels are averaging, you know, nine to 10,000, then 10 to 11 hostels will get you that 100,000 plundered cargo that you need. Once you receive that 100,000 uh, or that uh, plundered cargo, it is good, uh, or plundered cargo exocomp, please forgive me. That will be a one hour exocomp that gives you a 9,900% boost to the acquisition of plundered cargo. Once you do that, only four or five more hostels will be necessary to get you to the 2 million plundered cargo that you need for a single chest refine in the Amalgam Refinery. Once you pay that 2 million loot, <clears throat> you will receive some Amalgam parts and a 72-hour cooldown will begin. All right. The rest of that loop is contained within our video. Find it uh, by visiting our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com and clicking on the button to get over to our YouTube channel. Grungandola says, can we find out the timeline for free-to-play path towards Big Mama? These refinery results in that second video are very nice. Grungandola, we're not yet authorized to reveal the exact time frame on a free-to-play path towards the Amalgam. However, what I can tell you is that Ripper and I have both seen the roadmap and subject, uh, the disclaimer is, provided nothing changes then we shall see that in relatively short order. When I say relatively, I mean, Ripper, compared to previous content revisitations that Scopely has typically done. For example, Shipskin Shard Trackers are here today for the first time in a year. So uh, we know that it will not be a year. We do know what that time frame is. It is significantly shorter than a year, um, but it won't obviously be during month number one. However, if you go back and you watch the first video that was released this morning during maintenance, you may possibly find a hint or two leading to the free-to-play grind for this ship. That is all I am willing to say at this point. <clears throat> Shot in the Dark says, Yo, DJs, I'm not bothered that the ship will be pay to own, but why, oh, when will it become available to grind? <laughs> See previous answer. <laughs> Razahound says, <clears throat> When are they going to increase sp uh, spawn rates for these traders? The systems are empty, and people have not even went to those systems properly. Here is part of the issue, Razahound. Right now, people are sweeping them out with normal ships, so they're only getting 10,000, and they're killing them like crazy. This is a limited spawn system, and it is in a system that already contains some of these, um, what do they call them, Ripper, um, skirmish hostiles. Yeah, the yeah. skirmish hostels. So if you want to fast track the respawns of the traders, I introduced to you the capital city mechanic. Go in there and clear out some of the skirmish hostels, and you should have a better chance at spawning some of the traders. 
Um, once more people begin using the amalgam, it will probably be easier as a hound because um, you're not going to need to kill as many. You know, four or five is going to be enough for a three-day cooldown. Ripper, let me come to you and ask. I kind of got to be honest when I say I don't mind the investment that they're asking for here, at least as far as the grind part goes. Obviously, we do know that the ship blueprints themselves are going to cost money. However, as far as the loop, I actually find it to be much less time-consuming than the Stella loop. You had argued earlier that the Stella loop still maybe gave more benefit, but it's certainly much more work. Uh, yeah. This loop is asking for an investment from you folks of about five or six hostels every three days. I'm completely cool with that, to be perfectly frank. That's not a terrible time investment, at least on the surface. <laughs> what, those, what that actually means, Ripper, is five or six trips, right? Because mm -hmm. you're not at these early levels, folks, at tier one and tier two, maybe even tier three, you're probably not going to be able to kill more than one hostile uh, for loot. Your, your cargo I, hold is going to fill. Also, All someone right. mentioned they're waiting for people to farm with the amalgam <clears throat> to hit them OPC. Remember, if they have the exocomp active, they kill one hostile instantly, Bob, out because cargo is full. There That's won't right. be much of a chance to hit them OPC, just so an FYI. Unless and, somebody just forgets, right? They get a phone call sure. and they get interrupted. Uh, because one hostile is likely to, if not fill, it will majority fill. And most players are probably not going to kill a second hostile to only get a small percentage of the loot. Me personally, I'll probably I mean, hit one have, and go home. If you have less than a million cargo, you will be full. Agreed. Agreed. So, um, so yeah, at, the, at Tier 1, one hostile is going to do it. At Tier 2, with a max, with a max cargo crew... And then I don't even know how that's going to stack up with the hostile. You might need a Pike Moreau Chen. I don't know. I would certainly be willing to investigate uh, and experiment with this. I would be curious to see what a maxed... I mean, you only got to hit one, maybe two. So Pike Moreau Chen may not be necessary. Although, on the other hand, Ripper, this ship does appear to have higher than normal repair costs for at least the majority of the community. I would imagine that these repair costs are going to feel... Uh, slightly exaggerated to probably anybody probably 44 and down. If your ops 44 and higher, these repair costs are probably going to feel relatively normal to you. <clears throat> but repair costs uh, in the G3 space, this is going to be an expensive ship to repair. So maybe Pike Moreau Chen is the better way to go. If you're I mean, in the mid to upper 40s. Not very difficult. They're not very know, difficult. I, I'm just curious though, because the Big Mama is, as far as damage goes it is weak so if you tried to use a max cargo sh uh, crew if you tried to use a max cargo crew so that you could try to get a second hostile i would be curious to see how it stands up but we'll have to find fine. out you should be fine should be there's ripper taking a look at the behind the scenes math so maybe we would suggest folks using a max cargo crew when you go to try and maybe you could get a second hostile and cut down on some of that warp time all right um Another thing, because I, I saw that at one point, um, there has been an issue with one of the officeability descriptions, which is wrong. Beetor varied income streams is incorrect in game and was also incorrect on my site this morning. I have since uh, updated it. Ah, can you please update us on what it actually will be? 
it is not limited to hostiles. It just increases the amalgam's bonus loot ability by 10%, up to 50% at max level. Oh, okay. So when on the amalgam, though? Yes. Is what you're saying. When on the uh, amalgam... This is, this is essentially exclusively for raids. Wait a second. Wait a second. So how's that going to work, Ripper? You're saying that the 0.02% can be increased by 50%, which would effectively make it 0.03% by using this officer when raiding? Correct. Holy smokes. Well, you know, that's Ooh. huge. That is huge. That is even bigger than I originally predicted. And I still predicted that that officer would be absolutely massive. You guys heard in the video that I said, bookmark this right here. This officer is 100% worth her salt. Uh, she will be super important to try to acquire. And now Ripper has even thrown more fuel onto the fire. That officer Thanks. will be the absolute must have. That's essentially going to buy you another tier. Maybe uh, two tiers. I mean, but remember the description in game is still incorrect and will be incorrect for, for a bit because apparently translations are not in yet for the correct one. So, you know, but you will, you can see the correct one on my side. So, so Ripper, if we got this ship to say tier five and the ability then becomes 0.06%, you're saying by using this officer, again, assuming this officer at a tier five, okay, which nobody's going to have, but it, in it, theory, it at a tier five, it would take the point six, it'd take the 0 0.06. You're getting a 50% bonus to that. So that would take that ship to 0 0.09. Is my math correct? Yes. And if the Big Mama was maxed out at 0.1%, using this officer would take her to 0.15%. That is correct. Holy smokes. And now, immediately, my calculator needs updated. <laughs> All right? Now, immediately, my calculator needs modification. See, this I mean, is why least, I haven't published least, it yet. This is what I have been told by Scopely employees this morning. Um, okay. And well, and, and Scopely employees. Yeah. So let me, let me give you a couple of questions that I have already asked game design Ripper that you and I had, uh, game design rather has not actually been, uh, directly responsive, but, uh, another Scopely staffer has given me their best guess, uh, and what they think it's going to work as. So for example, the two questions that we had leading up to this arc, when you strike a base and you get the tens or hundreds of millions of extra cargo, where does it go? Does it go into the ship's cargo hold, so you're actually technically showing more than what the ship can hold, or is it immediately credited to your inventory? The staffer that I spoke to indicates that it is his belief that it will be immediately credited to your inventory, thus eliminating the risk of it being lost to space. The only thing that could be lost to space if your big mama is intercepted by a raid defender is literally whatever your excess protected cargo would be that is in the ship. Ripper, have you been able to confirm this data yet, and is it consistent with what you are seeing behind the scenes? Do you mean that goes straight to inventory? Yes. Uh, no, I no idea. We have not been able to test this yet. So, the for example, if you do this and you... You have 2 million in the Big Mama hold, but you pull an extra 10 million as a result of the ship's ability. If your ship were to die, it is our assumption that the 10 million is safe. And out of that 2 million, whatever your protected cargo is would be safe. And the only thing that you would lose is the delta 
between your protected and the $2 million. This is unconfirmed. The second question that we asked Ripper was <clears throat> the breakdown in the resource acquisition. For example, scenario A, if I am taking that same $10 million from that base, is it simply adding up all the resource quantity and then breaking it down like I would normally raid, which is going to be predominantly steel first and then trite and then dill? Or scenario B, it will simply take the 0.02% or whatever your multiplier is, the 0.02% of each available resource. Ripper, do you have a confirmation on that? I do not have a confirmation on that, no. This is also unconfirmed, but the same Scopely staffer indicated to me that his belief, and again, not to be held and not to be pitchforked if it's wrong, but his belief, his understanding of this mechanic is that it would in fact take 0.02% of each resource ripper, effectively slimming down that steel wall and giving players a much more real-time access to Tritanium and Dilithium. And you can, I can make guesses and say that this sounds uh, logical somewhat, but you it know. does sound logical to me as well. Uh, and 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 that is what the uh, the individual that I spoke to this morning indicated that it, that was his belief on how it was going to work. But game design has not answered any of us, not even their own people. <laughs> so uh, we are operating on hypotheses based on meetings and um, and and documentation that we've already been able to receive regarding this information. Uh, regarding this arc, but uh, only time will tell. Once somebody actually gets it, we're going to have to math it out. Be ready. Go ahead with your question. No question. Uh, the game. I mean, the events are up, and it's hundred dollars to get uh, the ship. Okay. All right. I I kind of expected a hundred dollars. I was hoping for fifty. Be ready. I was hoping for fifty. I kind of expected a hundred. I was dreading two hundred or more. I personally will pay $100 for this ship. I cannot imagine. I mean, guys, this is like an unlimited pack. I mean, you can buy a pack for, for $100. So why wouldn't you buy this that can literally give you infinitesimal amounts more than any pack could? There you have it. Live from India, live from the APAC regions, the Big Mama will cost $99.99 American. Go ahead, Ripper. Uh, Captain Planet, no. The Exocom does not impact... Uh rating it is just for plundered cargo it is only for plundered cargo correct uh, correct so no you won't be taking 15 percent of the resources instantly that is not going to (laughs) happen that would be even more dangerous and even more than we asked for uh ripper there is a question uh that i had that i haven't seen yet but i'm sure it's going to come up do we know uh baytor is the officer that affects the cargo right Baytor, mm-hmm. do we know or can we surmise based on past history, for example, using Pike and Moreau with 5 of 11 does not result in additional loot because loot acquisition is not considered a battle ability. Can we presume that Baytor will not respond to officer ability enhancers such as Pike and Moreau? Because this is, is loot acquisition? Yes. I think that okay. is something, yes. I, haven't, so, I have not tested it obviously so so Baytor, at least at our earliest assumption will not be affected by any officer multipliers such as picard bev or pike moreau uh because it is not technically a battle ability which we have been able to prove before 
with uh, five of 11. Okay. And Jordy. Uh, well, no, not Jordy because he's a captain. But nonetheless, there you go. Bones and Jordy would be able to prove it. All right. Uh, Riemann says, will there be packs for sale to upgrade Big Mama in the store? Yes. I would imagine, V-Ready, you could probably answer this for us. Um, I don't. I, that upgrade pack may not show until you build the ship which I do not want V-Ready to do yet because I don't want him to sacrifice points later. But V-Ready, do you see any other Big no, Mama-related no pack? pack All right. There's no upgrade pack yet. I think it'll show up after you build it. I would imagine that uh, it'll show up after you build it, but yes, we have been told that there will be pay packs to progress uh, the, uh, the acquisition of Amalgam Parts. Okay. Imperial says, what's the estimate on the ship skin shard grind time to unlock one skin based on the cooldown timers? That is really difficult for me to say because there are chance odds. All right. In the second video, Imperial, we listed out those skin refineries. I don't know if you've seen that second video yet. We also listed out their odds, but um, there's multiple opportunities at various shard counts. So I, that's going to be really tough. If I am giving my honest gut reaction opinion, it's not going to be quick. My gut reaction opinion estimates between 50 and 60 refine cycles to unlock one rare TOS G3 Epic skin. 60 refines times three days is 180 days. That's six months. That said, that said, I am using refinery data, Imperial, based on Tier 1 of the Amalgam. Well, Tier 1 and Tier 2, they stay the same. So, And if you look at the Amalgam refinery, it indicates that that refinery stays the same all the way through Tier 5. We do not know the behavior of that refinery after Tier 5. But my initial estimation is probably approximately six months for one of the TOS skins probably eight to nine months for the jelly skin and the cloak. I have not even done the math on that yet because the shard count requirement was different. This is definitely Imperial, something that you're going to have to probably choose a priority, kind of like away team's assignments. You're going to have to kind of pick one and dedicate yourself to it for a little bit. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't expect that that free to play path is going to be much less than five or six months. At least not until you can get the ship beyond Tier 5. Scalyback says, Will not being able to get the ship impact players' battle pass or should free-to-play pop a 30-day shield? <clears throat> no. It will have nothing to do with your battle pass events. You will still be able to complete traditional battle pass events uh, for battle pass points. However, Scaly, there are some battle pass arc events, okay, battle pass themed events that are not for the, the daily Battle Pass points, okay? But some actual events in the calendar that will provide you a benefit to using Big Mama. For example, there will be an event to kill these special traders, for example, okay? So obviously, uh, and, and Ripper, based on what they told us, they told us that the event would be easier with the Amalgam. So that tells us one of two things, either A, the event is going to score based on plundered cargo obtained, or B, there will just be a multiplier like we've seen for officers and ships in the past. There will be a multiplier for using the amalgam. You will still be able to complete 
the events without the amalgam. Free to play. Hear me. Scopely has, <clears throat> Ripper, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to speak out of turn, but my understanding is Scopely has indicated that 100% of routine SMSs will be obtainable by somebody who does not have Big Mama. It may be more difficult, but they have said that there will be a path towards completing all Battle Pass-themed SMSs. Was that your takeaway as well? I don't want to speak on uh, non-truth. It, it was. I mean, we'll see how that turns out. But We uh, will see how it goes. You guys may have some additional grind to do, Scaly, but it should be available uh, for completion for everybody, regardless of paying for the ship. Okay? There you go. Lost I mean, except, in, for the, except for the... Go ahead, be ready. Except for the... There's actually an SMS to, to build the ship. Okay, so we see an SMS to build the ship, um, but I, I would be more referring. Uh, V-Ready, let me just ask, do you mind? Uh, what are the event rewards for that SMS? Is it event store loot, or is it something else? Let me just open it. Let me just open it. Sorry, one second. My game is lagging. We, uh, listen. Oh, God, it's not opening. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to that. Scaly, maybe an event or two pops that obviously surrounds the building of this ship and maybe the upgrading of this ship. But as far as routine uh, objectives within the normal course of a month, we should not see any problem. But we will stay on top of that, and we will try to hold Scopely uh, accountable to, to the information that they've shared with us. Obviously, I'm not going to go back and complain about a build event. Clearly, they're wanting to incentivize and monetize this ship, as they should. Um, but this is not an event that I'm going to, scream about because it's a build event anytime there's new research anytime there's a new ship there's always a build event uh now if we see seven more sms's this month that require you to pay into then yeah we'll 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 fuss but i'm not gonna yeah. fault them on a build event it opened up you get uh six thousand loot for uh lursa <coughs> shard something called sms completionist and then some yes we will talk about the SMS completionist event coming up momentarily. As a matter of fact, it is in our first video. If you want a few more details on the event completionist series, this is a brand new event launching uh, during this uh, monthly arc. And actually, I kind of think it's a cool concept, Ripper. The event completionist series will, in fact, reward players for higher participation in the themed events this month. Be ready. So. Every single themed event is going to provide a certain number of trophies, and those trophies will accumulate all month long. And at the end of the month, you will see how you stack up against your fellow commanders in an event completionist series milestone and leaderboard, if I'm not mistaken, Ripper. Didn't they say that there was a leaderboard and an SMS component? I'm not looking at my notes, so I can't remember. Uh, I think it was just about that some parts of the completionist thing are counted from leaderboards, I think. So the event completionist series itself was an SMS, or was I it a leaderboard? So. Okay, that's even better. That's even better. I'm, I'm, it's going to reward but, players. You know, Basically, think of it like this. Um... <laughs> I did take notes. I'm just not looking at them. Uh, think of it like this, V-Ready. It's a battle pass overflow, but for the actual events. So we're going to have two opportunities at, at essentially overflow this month. You'll have the normal battle pass overflow, and this event completionist series is going to reward players for maximum participation. Well, there is no Battle Pass Overflow out yet, at least. Normally so don't do Battle Pass events yet, people. 
we always have this problem when the battle pass comes out, but the overflow is not. Don't try not to engage in your battle pass events just yet. Uh, if you have your battle pass active, because this happens every single month, you think that Scopely would launch that synonymously, but uh, nonetheless, Lost and Found says, "Where are the new hostels? They are located in skirmish space, Romulan and Klingon skirmish systems that have been out for a few months." Imperial says, "Will all the new hostels going? Uh, are they going going to be level thirty one? Uh, as in no yeah. higher ones? They could be." Be beneficial to faction hunt for example no at this time they are all level 31 that's not to say that can't change in the future imperial but as of today's launch the only plundered loot or plundered cargo hostels are ops 31 <clears throat> king kirky says very good question king thank you is the new ship going to have upgrade locks like the meridian no you could be a level 31 and max this ship at tier 9 if you camp that level 31 long enough there are no ops locks. However, you will be time-gated on those amalgam parts. And I guess that's a lie, because technically... Yeah, you cannot. Uh, yeah, you cannot, because this ship will eventually require G4 materials. Uh, I believe it starts between Tier 6 and Tier 7. So when you're upgrading Mark 7 no, components... From yes, tier 5 to Tier 6. Okay, yeah. so upgrading Mark 6 opponents... Uh, components, rather. <laughs> Mark 6 components will begin to take G4 materials. So... Tier five is guess, technically as far as you could go, King. But I mean, probably do tier six with like buying like some prime and not spending it on the research and just spending terrible it idea. Ship, terrible guess. idea. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's a terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> plus, I, said, it probably I guess common. you can. It probably takes common though. I think tier mark six components take common, common ore, right? Yeah, but you can't just buy that. Oh, that's true. You could do Latinum, couldn't you? All right. So technically, King, no, there's not an ops lock, but you will be gated by G4 materials. But there are a few sneaky backhanded ways to get some G4 materials uh, below ops 39, but it's probably not efficient nor recommended. Okay. So tier five is probably going to be about where you would cut off until you can start getting a healthy supply of G4. You will need some uncommon to go Mark 6. So you could, in theory do what ripper says and waste a prime if you wanted to take it to tier six yeah that's, I that's yeah nuts. i think that would would be possible is that a smart idea probably not no <laughs> uh moving on into the questions because we've only got about 20 25 minutes left uh, here guys uh, if that uh imperial with another great question thank you buddy for being here will the ship ability kick in for the second hostel assuming the first one didn't quite fill the cargo yes imperial it will however Ripper and I asked that same question, to which we were met with, what is 0.01% of 10,000? The answer is quite literally one. So you're not going to get any real benefit with the hostels. <laughs> All right. 0.01% of 10,000 is literally one plundered cargo. Uh, so it's not providing you any real benefit. Okay. Arius says, are any officers getting sourced in the battle pass? So we do not know exactly how or where all of the shards are coming from. What I can tell you, Arius, is that all three of these officers are potentially unlockable with only the purchase of the $20 Elite Battle Pass. All right? So with the $20 Elite Battle Pass track and maximum participation, you will be able to unlock all three officers without buying any additional packs however there will be additional packs if you want to upgrade these officers okay there you go 
Uh, let's look at the next questions. Halo says, how does Big Mama calculate its ability when hitting a base? Is it total cargo based off warehouse and generators or just total that's in base? Again, this is probably the same kind of thing as we were discussing with the hostels a second ago. It's probably not going to result in more than a couple of hundred in resources if you're looking at generators versus warehouses. The correct answer to that is I don't know, Halo, but it's only going to make a difference of probably a few hundred. I mean, think how much can be stored in your in your warehouse, uh, your steel warehouse. I mean, for some players, it could be maybe even 10 million. But again, 0.01% uh, of 10 million is only 10,000. So it's not a wild, huge difference. So I don't know that that is something that, that really needs a, a great deal of attention. This ship is going to find its uh, is going to find its groove on hitting those nice big large targets. To which I want to uh, kind of maybe spend two or three minutes on the reason we leaked our second video early, Ripper, is that a lot of people were really concerned. Point zero one percent—that's nothing. Oh well, there's no bases on my server that have a hundred billion in resources. Okay, well that that's not exactly the math on this thing. Yes, if you're looking at one hit, I get that. That's why we designed the calculator. The calculator will tell you at what amount of resources this ship becomes beneficial to use compared to your own G3 or G4 miner. Okay? It will give you the break-even point based on a, a constant of 300 hits. We figured 300 hits is a couple of hours. Okay? Uh, and if you do less than 300 hits, that number becomes even smaller. All right, because this is an opposite effect is what you would intend, Ripper. You would think that the longer you go, the more you get. With the amalgam, it's actually different. The first hit is the best, okay? Because as you reduce the contents of the base, the available resources become less. Therefore, the 0.01% gets less, and the amount of loot you take will decrease over time. So the calculator that we made uses an example of 300 hits. If you were going to do 100 hits, the break-even point becomes even smaller, all right? And so, no, you do not need to find a base with 100 billion for this to make it worth it, okay? Maybe 100 billion if you were going to do a single hit, but this will accumulate over time, even though it's a decreasing logarithmic function, which is why this calculator just rocked my world last night, Ripper. Uh, <laughs> it's a decreased logarithmic function. However, you will find that the break-even points are significantly lesser than what a lot of people were freaking out about earlier this morning. This ship will, guys, mark my words, this ship will have a profound effect out of the box. Not only that, somebody might say, well, somebody who's holding $50 billion in resources, I'm not going to crack that base. Who says you had to? A, you could call a whale or a buddy or a VIP in your own alliance or even a VIP in another alliance to help you crack that base, all right, and get some scoops. That's possible. But B, guys, this ship has cloaking. This ship is the first survey ship, Ripper, that is cloakable. Am I the only person who thinks that somebody isn't going to try to sneak in a hit on a raid that doesn't belong to them? If Alliance ABC cracks a base and they're going to town, Alliance DEF can cloak a ship outside the system, warp in, sneak up, hit that, that base, 
take their gazillions of bonus loot and warp out. Guys, this is probably the most real value I have found in Tetrions since cloaking was introduced. If you have 200 Tetrions, all right, this ship only costs 35 Tetrions. That is six, seven, seven cloaks in a day that you could potentially sneak in on somebody else's raid. Don't think that people aren't going to be out there raiding, Ripper. All you have to do is find one, take a look at the resources, and see if you want to jump in on that business. Now, granted, you're going to have to have the cloak, which I imagine will also be purchasable. So I'm not saying it's going to be cheap to make the absolute most use of this ship. But if the ship costs $100 to get the blueprints, be ready. I'd be curious to know what the cloak costs. Hopefully, not more than another $100. I got to be honest with you, I still feel like that's worth it. To completely be unfettered, to be non-harassed, to have zero potential at interception while you head to a base. And then further, that bonus loot being immediately credited to your inventory so there's no risk of losing it. There is no downside other than maybe starting war for sneaking a scoop out of somebody else's raid. However, I would also encourage alliances out there to take this following advice. I do understand that you don't want a bunch of people stealing your raid. I get that a thousand percent. We will likely protect our raids as well. But do keep in mind the backbone mechanic of this ship is to speed progression, further progression, and allow for more resources to be spread amongst the community. If somebody cloaks in and grabs a load, I know that the gut reaction for some alliances out there is going to be war. I would strongly encourage, I would strongly encourage cool heads on this. First of all, it's not like you're going to lose billions and billions and billions to people coming in with cloaked ships. Okay. A, you can't really stop them because they're cloaked. But B, you are dealing with a finite number of Tetrions, a very small number of Tetrions that are available to, to most players. So they're not going to be able to come back for 50 and 75 hits or 300 hits. Like I just said, you only get seven cloaks a day unless you buy more. And I got to be honest with you, most of the people who are going, uh, that are paying for cloaks and most of the people who are going to pay heavily for this feature, they don't typically buy Tetrions, typically. I know that some people have, but that's not super commonplace. I would just suggest, you know, mild, mild reaction. Unless it becomes a problem, then deal with it, of course. But if somebody, especially, especially guys, if you're rating a level 50 and a level 32 comes in, come on, that is the payday of his life. It's the payday of his life. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, Snake Eyes. You know what? You're right. It's not seven a day. I was thinking about the 200 maximum. Yeah, if somebody has their 200 maximum, that's seven cloaks. But yeah, even then, you could only get one or two cloaks a day thereafter. So you'd have to let them build back up. Thank you for the correction. I was thinking that if you had 200, you know, if you were at your cap right now. So you guys got to think, if, if you're rating a 50 and a level 35 comes in and he's able to go home, with a hundred million, that is the payday of his life in this game. Does it need to be warred about? Does does that level thirty five 
taking 100 million or 50 million to have the payday of his life, does that deserve war? That is ultimately, obviously, up to your alliance to decide. I just see this as a huge opportunity for younger players to progress. And I personally would find it disappointing if that player were excessively punished for trying to make himself better. He's no threat to you. End rant. Okay. <laughs> um, let me go through some of these more, uh, some more of these questions here very quick. Zabukin says, what does this do for warp rating? Can you stay on a base and keep pulling the percentage? No, you would need to redock. This ship ability will only work if there is available cargo in its hold. If the ship is full, the ability will not activate. So, still the same mechanic, Sebukin. You still got to hit one. You still got to recall. You have to unload. All right? Because the ship ability will not fire if the cargo hold is full. That said, uh, you know, it's no different. And, and warp rating, you ask how it affects warp rating. It's not going to save you time, but it will make that time more profitable. Warp rating can now potentially get you tens or hundreds of millions uh, per trip instead of three or four or five million per trip. Okay, So warp rating will definitely have, uh, have more value to it, but it's not going to save you time. It's just going to improve your ROI. Dragon Slayer, does the refinery show only once you unlock the new ship? That is correct. Commander Taylor says, will there be a $20 battle pass? Uh, yes. As always, there will be a 1999 American uh, battle pass, and however that translates to your, uh, however that translates to your currency. But yes, there will be a $100 battle pass and a 20. <clears throat> At least they haven't indicated anything different. Uh, and no, you know what? They specifically, I did specifically say when we were talking about the battle pass ripper because I was curious about the officer shards in the $100 pack. And when they claimed that all officers would be able to be unlocked with the battle pass, I said, "Does that require the shards out of the hundred dollar pack?" They said, "No, the twenty dollar pack will uh, will contain enough shards to unlock the officers." I'm sure the hundred dollar pack will give you more, but the twenty dollar pack, they said, the elite pass only will provide enough shards combined with events to provide an unlock. Rand Susi says, "Are Syndicate XP points available throughout the arc?" We have been told that yes, they will be here. This is a duality arc. And uh, we don't know where. We don't know if they're in the battle pass. I don't know where they are. I have been told that they will appear. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Major Heckler, I like how you're thinking. Will we be able to get two or more in order for even more fun rating? Heckler, I do not know the answer to that as far as ship purchase. Okay? Be ready. Can you look at the pack and tell me if there appears to be a limit at this time? On which pack? On the $99 acquisition of, of the blueprints for the, uh, for the amalgam. Is there a limit on that pack? <clears throat> yes, limit one. Limit one at this time, Heckler. However, as indicated earlier and in my video, there will soon be a grinder's path towards this ship. So, yes, it might be limit one on buying it, but you soon would be able to earn or begin to earn. I don't know what the path itself is going to look like. I only know when the path will be presented. Um, that you will begin to be able to grind a second one when it becomes available to the free-to-play community. Uh, JT10 says, if you heard any more about adding more ship skins, it would be nice to be able to finish off the U.S. Terror one of these years. We do not know about the Terror. However, 
I will say the fact that the jelly is now available is a huge step in the right direction, the Constellation skin. And if you remember, the Terror skin came uh, originally. It came, I believe, a month or two after the Constellation skin was originally introduced. And given that this loop has a great deal to do with cosmetics, Ripper, this loop has a great deal to do with projectiles and ship skins, I do estimate, in my own personal opinion, not verified or even mentioned by Scopely, but I do find it feasible that this loop will potentially be able to source other skin and cosmetics in the future. I would certainly hope that the Terror could become available. I do not know this to be fact, but it would make sense. Ripper, do you have an opinion on other cosmetics being made available through this loop? Uh, no. No opinion. I will say that I believe that Scopely has demonstrated precedent, okay, with away teams, uh, 1.0 versus 2.0. We did see improved officer sourcing. We see now uh, some newer officers in the game being sourced through away teams assignments. So I don't think that it's unreasonable to expect that they could uh, potentially be thinking about doing the same thing with these skins. All right. Big says, I don't see any cloaks in the faction store. The video said that G4 Uncommons would be present. That is correct. That has already been escalated. If you do recall last month, V-Ready, at ARC launch, the Enterprise, I think, and the D4 were the only two that were showing. The Augur, I believe, was not showing. There was some deployment glitch. Uh, we could be seeing that again, Biggs. Uh, I have escalated it. I have not yet received an update, but they did tell us that the G4 Uncommons, Romulan and Klingon, would be available in the faction store for faction credit grind. Um, so I don't expect that that has been backtracked, but I will escalate. Do remember that last month and even the month before, there were, for some reason, uh, implementation delays into the faction store. So we are likely seeing that again. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, you, I must be a few minutes behind. People are now talking about the acts of war, you know, stealing raids and stuff. Please keep the, the, the questions chat limited to questions related to the arc. Your commentary can absolutely be passionately discussed within our chat room. Uh, Coptus uh, says, if I run Pike Burrow's Stawn, will the fake additional cargo showed trick the system to think my cargo is never full? That's pure genius. Uh, Ripper? What does the system actually see? Is that display only, or does the server actually see cargo that cannot be realized? How do you mean? If you do Pike Burrow's Stawn, our display shows that we have more cargo. However, when we take a full scoop, we cannot fill that cargo. So no, for the purposes... Display. It's just client display. It's just display. So Coptus are, again, obviously this is not tested nor proven, but based on precedent and based on Ripper's intimate knowledge of the code of this game, we would estimate that that will not work. However, totally try it, okay? Uh, CDI, Fine. I'm sorry if I've been wrong, but you know. Yeah, listen, we trust the Rip around here. Ripper has been wrong before, but it's so extremely rare, I don't remember the last time it happened, so trust the Rip. Um, CDI says, why are you skipping my question about 30-day shields? Dude, have you not seen the chat? <laughs> There's thousands of messages in here i'm sorry if i missed one um let me see Can, steven's aaron do you see a, a message or a question about shields because i don't i'm trying to scroll i don't see any question about shields oh here 
Why have 30-day shields been removed from the elite pack for 40-plus players? Which elite pack? Uh, Are you talking about the the monthly? monthly, Yeah, the monthly pack. I don't know. Did not know that was a thing. I don't personally ever buy packs for shields, so it's not something I paid attention to. I will be happy to inquire. I'll be happy to ask, but I do not have an answer for, for you on that. Snake Eyes says a question. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Yes. Crazy enough, I was going to kind of do the same thing, Snake Eyes. Uh, Snake Eyes says, can we uh, ask the community uh, to raise money for me to go out and have a birthday bash next month? Uh, you know, funny enough, I have always said Reed is going to make so much fun of me. By the way, Reed, shout out to you, buddy. Reed is going to make fun of me because I've always said, Ripper, and I've always executed this. Whenever we raise money on the show, we literally always send it back out. It's either for the show or we send it back out. I've never taken any money out of this show uh, except for show expenses. Um, however, people, you know what? I don't even want to get into that right now. We'll talk about this later on the podcast when it's fun and, and chilling out. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, okay. You know what? Is that the end of our? Oh, no, there's more questions. I was going to say, is that the end of our questions? Uh, I don't think. Luckbuck says, am I correct in thinking that a $1 trillion base could actually give $10 billion if you hit it once? Okay, I'm in the car. I can't do this calculation. Somebody, what is, I think $1 trillion actually ended up being $100 million, if I'm not mistaken, Luckbucks. Okay? Mm, 0.01%. 1000000000 trillion, trillion, 0.01%. Now, if the ship is maxed, Luckbucks, <clears throat> if the ship is maxed and you're 0.1%, yes. And technically, if you're using Baytor and you're at 0.15%, you could get 15 billion, I believe, in theory. Oh, yeah, at, at level one, it's going to be 100 million. 100 million. But yeah, when the <laughs> ship is maxed, yeah, you could take 15 billion in a single load if you were properly oh. crewed and the target was appropriate. Now, there is one last thing that I want to point out on this ship. One thing that somehow has been 100% completely overlooked. Which is, folks, do not use 0.01% in your calculations. Ripper, why might I say don't use 0.01% in your calculations? I don't know. Let me provide you and the community with the answer. Folks, tier one, level five, graduates you to 0.02%. Out of the box, this ship is already double as good. As you guys believe it to be. Everybody this morning has been screaming about the 0.01%. Everybody is talking about 0.01%. That's nothing. Except literally the realized benefit of this ship is already double what you expect it to be. Because tier one, level five, graduates you to 0.02%. And I'm here to tell you, it's going to cost you big time, Ripper. It costs you huge. It's going to cost you 4,100 ship XP. 4,100 ship XP, everybody. If you don't have 4,100 ship XP, mm, 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 you've got other problems. All right. Now, let me come back to the chat because Bebo is in our chat right now and says, well, you still have to crack the base. Bebo has apparently just tuned in. And I welcome you to our show, sir. However, I'm going to invite you to go and listen back because I spent 10 whole minutes on how you can use this ship and not have to crack a base. Okay? But you are correct. Somebody is still going to have to crack that base. Somebody is going to. 
But Bubba Joe is apparently snuck in on us. Bubba Joe, Ops 53, bro. Ripper, Ops 47, broski. V ready. 48. 48. Congratulations. Yay. 48. 48 for a while, DJ. You should know that. I forget things, apparently. V ready. Ops 50 now? Or still 41. 51. Congratulations. Look at all your progression, everybody. Captain Bull. Ops 47? 46. 47? I can't hear Captain Bull. Can you guys hear him? Nope. No. Okay. We're going to go with 46. I know he just built a pile. He's very excited about it. So we'll go with at least 46. Guys, these guys, let me just go around the horn. I don't want to presume anything. V-Ready, are you going to acquire Big Mama? Does Big Mama turn you on? Are you excited? To have Big Mama? Yeah, I mean, I'll get her, but I'm not as excited as you. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool. I'm good with that. I'm going to go with that. It illustrates my point. He is going to get this ship. Bubba Joe, are you going to acquire your very own Big Mama? Uh, eventually. It'll depend on what the rewards for the event are. Hmm. Okay. Okay, that's cool. I'm good with that. Bubba Joe, you know, I'm going to come back. You like V-Ready. You're illustrating my point as well. Captain Bull, buddy boy, PVP guru. Captain Bull, are you going to acquire Big Mama? Never mind. His voice isn't working. <laughs> Somebody tell me if he responds in chat. Ripper, are you going to acquire Big Mama? I don't know yet. I have power bills to pay. <laughs> I heard about that. Conversation for another time. I heard that was outrageous. Uh, okay, fine. Not everybody, as V-Ready says, excited as I am, except these guys are all powerful players. They will probably eventually acquire the ship. Maybe they're not as excited about it as I am, but if they acquire the ship, why would they? Why would Bubba Joe acquire this ship if not to raid at some point, possibly, maybe? And if he is doing so, he's not looking at tiny little targets. When he does crack a base, however rare that may be, he's going to go for a decent target. When he does, I have a chance to find that target. All right. Further, Bubba Joe, have you ever cracked a base for somebody in your alliance? Of course I have. Of course you have. Ripper, have you ever cracked a base for somebody in your alliance? Yes. Yes, you have. I have cracked bases for people in my alliance, and I'm one of the smaller of my alliance. We all have done it, which means bases will be opened. And if indeed players at my ops level are more excited about this ship than, say, Bubba Joe is, if we identify a target and I send Bubba Joe a message and say, hey, this target can get me 100 million per scoop, Bubba Joe, can you open her up for me? Can you break out your big old bad Kulf Sump Peck and come crack this baby open so I can use Big Mama and go home with 100 million? Bubba Joe, what's your answer to that player on your team going to be? Probably. I mean, it depends on if it's Mining Monday or not. So then I don't have any ships available. <laughs> so we'll, we'll consult our calendar and get back to you. <laughs> can, right. can I still quick? Oh, I think, I think Mining Monday for the U is actually worth it, isn't it? Yes, it is. 
Yeah, it is I now. Yeah, that. I forgot about yeah, that. 50, 51 I, I, plus. If you if you're in the forties, it's it's just pointless. I don't do it. It is. It's no, terrible. Fifty one plus. Is it fifty plus or fifty one now? Is it fifty one plus? Fifty one plus. Yeah, Monday Monday is stupid good. The point is, guys, I am not blind to the fact that a level thirty five is not going to crack a ship that is holding a trillion resources or even hundreds of billions. Okay, I am not naive to that fact the point is there will be raids on your server whether they're opened by your own team or whether they're accidentally posted in gc or whether you're tipped off or whether you just happen to show up to kill some hostiles and there all of a sudden there's a raid you will find raids i promise and b there will be more of them starting today than there have been in the last two years i also promise that you will have the opportunity to get your piece of the pie, okay? It's going to happen. And for those of you who aren't going to pay for the ship, that's completely cool, completely fine. Nobody is telling you you have to, not even Scopely. None of the events are going to require you or punish you to not acquire the ship other than the traditional build events, all right, of which I believe there's probably only one, all right? So... That's going to happen. We do, in fact, have a price, but your boy V-Ready has confirmed the ship itself for a full unlock will cost $100 American. All right? And yes, I, I, I do understand that some players are not going to... I see this in the chat a lot. I'm not buying the ship. I'm not doing the ship. I'm not getting the ship. That's completely fine. A lot of people are going to. I believe that this is probably one of, for me... I believe I see more long-term potential in this ship than a lot of other ships in the game. This, for me, ranks right up there with Discovery. I believe that I will use this ship for a long time to come. And even if you don't want to use it for raiding at all, there's plenty of other benefit through the side loop with the projectiles, the skins, and let's not forget, Bubba Joe, direct acquisition of Honor Guard Wharf. And some probably useful exocomps as well. There's some good stuff here. This ship is not a one-trick pony as most event ships are. Ripper, Scopely, may have finally broken the mold. This is not a one-trick pony event ship. Is this the first time, Bubba Joe, that that's really ever happened? You could argue Discovery can mine mycelium, but who actually does that? Even Discovery, while it is an excellent prize one-trick stallion, it still pretty much serves one purpose. This ship, for the first time, actually serves two and arguably three. Bubba Joe, your reaction? I think that the, you know, I've been reading the comments, and I think that the ship is going to change the way people raid. Uh, I, I don't do it much. That may change. Uh, and I can talk about it on another show why I don't do it much, but it's, it's, a, it's, uh, it's not your typical reason, I don't think. Maybe it is, I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I think that this ship is going to change the way people raid. And I think it was important that Scopely made something. Because if you exist on a server that has fantastic shield discipline, like the best shield discipline, then a raiding ship is pointless, right? So there had to be something else designed into it. And I think the fact that they looked forward to that and said, well, if we achieve a state where everyone has great shield discipline... What's the point of this ship? And so they designed something else into this ship for the officer acquisition, the exocomp acquisition, and I think that is 
absolutely going to pay off for the players. So I think that this this had the initial basic design of having a rating ship and then put the extra layer in of, well, if you ever get to a point where your server has excellent shield discipline, you can still use this ship for something else. Absolutely agreed. Would you dub this ship a one-trick pony? No. No. There you no, go. it's not a one-trick pony. Reed has a question. Uh, does Big Mama versus Big Mama with buffs allow you to steal the boosted RSS from killing the other Big Mama using yours? Yes, but again, you're talking very low amounts, 0.01%. So let's look at Tier 1, for example. Let's pretend that your maximum cargo potential, I'm just going to use a flat number. I don't think it's quite this high, but let's use 1 million. And your protected cargo, I don't think it's also this high, but let's use 100,000. That means 900,000 is the delta, right? Um, the 0.02%, rather, 0.02% of that, of that delta of 900,000 is only 9,000. No, a, uh, 18,000. So it's small, Reed. But yes, in theory, that will work. All right. But it's, it's just a small number. The, the bonus for this ship is absolutely meant to be used on bases that are holding hundreds of millions. That's, that's the point. Uh, the smaller amounts, 10,000, 900,000, that stuff is, is going to functionally work, but it's, it's going to be negligible in its benefit. I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, the SMS completionist event is not up, but the events are paying it out. So if we complete the event, is it going to break the SMS event again? Probably. So if you have the opportunity to hold, I would encourage you to hold. I would um, hold in general at the moment. There yes. appear to be quite a few events that are um, kind of full bar. Yeah, we are receiving communications from Live Ops that event rollout, particularly on the APAC region. As always, V-Ready, you're our guinea pig. So please exercise a little bit of restraint. However, if just by doing dailies or some other, uh, some other thing that you happen to complete one of those, uh, I'm sure a ticket will make you whole. But if you are able to exercise restraint, I would recommend that until the full complement of events are published. Yeah, I was going to go do my dailies and then it's a hostile kill event. So I would have finished it. So I'm going. <laughs> Danger Cube asks a question from the opposite perspective. Uh, he asked the question from the perspective of concern and fear. Can we have 30-day shields in the Alliance store? That has been asked in the past, and they've not done that. I don't know exactly why. I, I, I think I know the answer to that. 30-day shields are a premium shield. Uh, they've always been acquirable through pay. Um, I don't know if that is going to change. We will certainly ask for that, but I would not expect any immediate uh, changes to that mechanic. Uh, you do still have some seven days. They've granted some of those in the past and, and so forth. But, you know, I also, I would find it extremely difficult myself to even let a 30-day shield last unless I was legitimately not even going to be in the game. I mean, sometimes I got to clear a node. You know, sometimes I'm going to kill a zero. Sometimes I might hit somebody going to a base or, you know, something to that effect. I, I understand why some people would, would be enticed by the thought of a 30-day shield. I just, me, myself, I could never imagine actually letting one play out for, for 30 whole days unless I was literally leaving the game, like going on vacation for a month. <laughs> you know, unless I was literally going to be out of the game, I, I can't see that a 30-day is a good idea. But I understand why some people would. Uh, it's not available at this time. We can ask for it, and we'll see. Uh, Seb says, will the Wharf Shards still be available in the refinery after this month, or are they only there for now? 
I have no indication that that is going to change. Okay, this refinery is the way it is. I'm sure it can be added to. I would highly doubt that they're going to take away because that is, as Bubba Joe pointed out, one of the reasons that somebody might actually invest real money into this ship. I do not expect them to take anything away. I do, however, expect them to add things over time. Eventually, <laughs> they probably will add new things. I agree. I agree. Folks, thank you so much for hanging out for our official Q&A. I believe we've answered a ton of questions. I hope that you guys feel better about the mechanics that are coming out. And we will do our part to educate the masses on the math. Um, we will. <laughs> Fluffy says the percentages suck. They should make it 10% at max tier. That's too what? much, man. It's, it's way too much. You, Even <laughs> No, that just doesn't, doesn't, no, that doesn't work. Doesn't work. A, a, again, if you go back and watch the second video, which we will broadcast publicly uh, in just a few moments when I, when I wrap up the show, uh, you'll see that the math is actually a lot better than what it originally looks. I mean, you guys are approaching this from the perspective of a single hit, okay? When does anybody ever rated with a single hit, okay? This is a repeatable ship's ability. It's not a one and done, okay? So you just got to think how much more you're getting in the span of, say, 10 hits as compared to one hit. I understand why people, you know, would want a higher percentage, but that percentage, even as small as it may look, it's still very meaty. And we will publish our video as well as the calculator as soon as I go in and modify it for the officer bonus. <laughs> uh, right now, I don't have anything in for the officer bonus, so I'll have to modify that very quickly and add a new dropdown. <laughs> and we'll get that published here within the next couple of hours. Okay? Um, thank you guys so much for consuming our content. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast recorded every Sunday and Wednesday as regularly scheduled. And we invite you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com to link on over to our YouTube, our Teaching Trek YouTube channel, where we also publish content there. And it's been a very busy morning over there. One video already announced and published. A second video has been made public and will be pushed here momentarily. That second video goes into a deep dive of the math of this ship and what you can look for in judging its efficiency, the targets that you need to select to ensure that this ship will, in fact, be beneficial to you. Uh, further, that uh, calculator, uh, calculation tool will be made available publicly as well. We uh, thank everybody for hanging out this morning and uh, especially thank my guests here this morning. Appreciate you guys so very much for being here. Thank you to my panelists, Criminal Ripper, who is solely responsible for 98% of the content you guys got here this morning. Uh, I know I posted it in the chat earlier, and I don't say this nearly often enough, but uh, guys, please consider visiting stfc.space. He's got a Discord as well, and uh, consider con uh, contributing to his efforts there. As you heard earlier, he made a mention of electric bills. That uh, actually, believe it or not, does have something to do with the work that he has done for this game with the servers and the computing power and the necessary computing equipment that he uses to run stfc.space. I would highly encourage you join his patron program and you can find that link from stfc.space. 
Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking in Cars with DJs. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person for Star Trek Fleet Command's official uh, content series here with the Talking Trek podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. Love you, mean it. Meow for now, everybody. Pieces. Bye. Happy rating. <laughs>